On this episode of Film Optics, we're going to be talking about how everything is delayed and shut down due to the corona pandemic. We're also going to be talking about Kevin Smith's rumors and joining the MCU. And Kevin Feige is in talks about making a new Spider-Woman movie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian, and today we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Devin. How is your quarantine going? Staying alive. Staying alive. Man, it has been very, very rough. We started working from home this week, and it's just like... I mean, the first few days I was like, yeah, this is like really, really awesome. And then after a while, this is what, day four? And I literally just got off work, hopped on and we're recording. And I was just like, "Ah." I mean, it's cool. You know, like I'm off, I'm already home, but I'm starting to lose it a little bit. Um, (laughs) But, you know, tough to keep that motivation. It really is. Well, I mean, devices (laughs) and nap areas are readily available. Well, you see, my devices and nap area and my work area is all in the same room. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice, but at the same time, I just feel like it's, um, I don't know, man. It's not ideal, obviously, but you know, we got to keep safe. You know, even even if we do have the 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 corona, um, we don't want to spread it to anyone else, and that's the most important part. It's keeping everyone else safe. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been going pretty good. Doom comes out tomorrow. So oh, yes, we're all we very got that, excited. Got that Do- Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing, so that's cool. But um, before we begin today's topics, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Music, Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and Drumroll Devin, because we're on iHeartRadio! It finally happens. It Hell finally, yeah. uh, I I actually, <laughs> well, when, when I put in the request for our podcast to be on their platform, they gave me an email saying, yeah, it would take about 10 to 14 days. It had been about maybe 20. So I was like, I'm just going to reach out to them and see what's going on. And I was like, yo, we put this up, you know, we put this in for submission. Haven't heard anything back. What up? And they're like, oh, we're sorry. We'll get back to you within like the next 24 hours. And then like maybe like two hours later, they're like, yeah, everything should be good to go. So um, you can find that link in our link tree description on literally uh, any social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And as well, I'll put a link in the description of this, whether it be on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you are listening too. but the next step devin i guess uh i guess iHeartRadio finally hearts us yeah i guess so it's they, they, they've, time. It's, it's it's been a long day it's it's been a long few days without our <laughs> i didn't even realize iHeartRadio had podcast but here we are but you know the next step is devin xfinity no <laughs> um not xfinity xm xm radio Xfinity <laughs> does podcast now yeah we're going digital (laughs) we're going internet interweb 
But yeah, man. So there, there's been a lot of just random cancellations. Everything's canceled or not canceled. I should say, um, delayed in a way. So new, we new have a came out in, in Pennsylvania that every non-essential business is shut down. Oh, uh, well I actually except GameStop. They actually are staying yeah, I open. Saw that. I saw that actually went to GameStop yesterday <laughs> because my buddy's like, yo, you want to play some Fortnite? And I was like, you know what? Normally I would say no, but given the circumstances, yeah, I'll play it with you. So I bought like a super cheap headset for my PlayStation 4. It was about $10, $15. And we played a little bit of Fortnite yesterday. So it was it was pretty cool. How cute. Yeah. I mean, I got I, I got a few uh winner winner chicken dinners in there. So yeah, this just me solo. But I mean it's I mean, you know me, I, I suck with mouse and keyboards. So <laughs> when it comes to, you know. The console space when it comes to the controllers that's my bread and butter unless it's overwatch i'm just kidding but anyway let's get into these weekly stories this week uh devin you want to take the first one we're gonna mix it up here a little bit amc it's it's over for six it's to over weeks. they're closing oh six to twelve weeks okay i'm sorry i thought you meant they're going out of business <laughs> i mean they might who knows yeah, but yeah, this uh, this comes from comic movie, uh, excuse me, comicbook.com. Uh, coronavirus update. Um, originally, you know, AMC theaters and a lot, a lot of other theaters were limiting their spaces to about 50% capacity for each viewing. And uh, we got a new update saying that they have been going to be closing for six to 12 weeks. But yeah, so our, um, I don't know. Our subs A list accounts will be paused apparently automatically. Yes, I actually reached out to AMC on Twitter and they followed me back, which was really weird. And I looked to see what their follower account was. And I'm like, they have just as many followers as they <laughs> as, as they do, uh, you know, followers and following. So I'm like, okay, well, they follow everyone then. So I guess I'm not that special. But uh, the lady who I was talking to, I asked her, hey, you know, um, there was, I was trying to uh, cancel my subscription myself, you know, until uh, all this blows over. And she said, hey, you know what? No worries. We're actually planning on pausing everyone's AMC A-list account until further notice. Um, so that should be in effect already. So that, which is really, really cool. Wouldn't, that, I, wouldn't I, that suck if your pay cycle like just hit like, few days actually mine mine almost did it was like a few days before and i paused it myself online i'm like okay it gives me a uh option to pause it for like a month which is weird but apparently you have to like call into amc to get that removed i don't know but no that would actually really suck but it actually happened with my gym because they closed down our gym and then literally two days later they charged my account and i was like hold on I got to talk to somebody about this, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, RIP AMC theaters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anything I else you want? heard that um, theaters in China were planning on showing older blockbusters, like all the Avenger movies and the star Wars movies, like when they oh, open back up in order to try to get some good business back in. I think that's a really good idea. American I think it's a great idea as well. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Revenge of the Sith in theaters again, or honestly, 
Uh, you, you know what? You know, I want to see it in theaters again. I want to see Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition. That's what I want to see. What about you? I would definitely not mind seeing the Avengers again. Uh, well, okay. All, all of them or just, just uh, Infinity War? Um, let's just say not Age of Ultron. <sighs> Why does everyone hate that movie? <laughs> like, I think I belong in the 1% who actually enjoys it. Yes, it has its flaws, but... It's just, it's just not up to par. Oh, my gosh. What up? What, do we see Age of Ultron together? I can't remember. I feel I like we remember seeing it. I I don't know. I can't remember who I... Because um, we saw the first Avengers together. We didn't see Infinity War together, but we saw Endgame together. I don't know yeah. if we saw Age of Ultron together. We saw Star Wars. Uh, what was it? Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. That was... Oh, fucking love that movie. So good. But it is what it is. So let's go on, go on to our next story here. Um, it's all about the screams. The scream reboot has found its director from the Ready or Not filmmakers, uh, Matt uh, Bellinelli, uh, Bettinelli, um, Open, and Tyler Gilliatt. Gillett. So, what do you think about this? I mean, you're, you're more of a horror person than I am. So, I mean, for me. I think it's kind of cool, but at the same time, I don't really care about Scream. I think it's overplayed. It's boring. It's just not my style. I think it, I think it feels like a pretty perfect match because of the kind of horror and somewhat comedic elements mixture that they got going on for Ready or Not would fit nicely with Scream. Scream's like the first horror movie that kind of didn't take itself very seriously um, when it came back when it came out back in the '90s. So it's a good fit, I think. Yeah, I I would definitely have to agree with you uh, there. Yeah, for you know, for ready or not, you know, we did review. So if you want to go check it out, uh, we're plugging it, plugging it in right one now. Of, one but, of my favorites from last year for sure. Oh, absolutely. Even I mean, th- this last year it was it was pretty big for me when it came to horror. Um, there's still a few things. I mean, I I saw us. I bought it. I watched it. Um, it was good. I really did like it, but I think I liked Get Out just a little bit better. It's hard not, not to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, especially me knowing the twist. I knew the twist going into the movie because I listened to like three or four people's podcast reviews about it. And it just, I was like, oh man, like that's really cool. But I mean, even like not knowing, I think um, it's Nerd Soup um, that I listened to. And I believe Aaron, the nerd suit monkey, um, <laughs> had mentioned that he pretty much figured out, you know, the twist early on. He said he liked it, but, you know, it, it was good. Just I think there's been better. Uh, but let's just it uh, was there anything else you wanted to t- touch on that before we uh, mosey on down to the Disney studios going back to coronavirus uh, concerns and pandemics and whatnot? Everything is canceled. That's pretty much what, what the rest of the news is. Yep. I mean, everything's canceled. All right, everyone. That uh, concludes today's podcast. 12 minutes and six seconds long. Uh, The shortest podcast we've ever done here. So uh, we'll see you guys later. But yeah, uh, pretty much. uh, Disney Studios literally stopped all productions um, between their TV shows and their movies due to the coronavirus pandemic. And there's actually a little bit of a list. Um, I mean, I'll just read off just a few here just uh, for the live actions so far that 
are uh, were in production. Uh, we have Little Mermaid, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, The New Home Alone, Nightmare Alley, Peter Pan and Wendy, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, a new one's coming out for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it sucks. You know, I feel like we've, we've touched on this a little bit between this, this week and, you know, this, these past weeks. And, um, it is, it is a bit depressing, you know what I mean? Just to, we, we know these things, these things are going to get, um, <laughs> pushed back, but it's just like seeing them. It's just making me more depressed because it's and, like and the fact that it's just everything, like no matter what, except yeah. unless you're Tom Cruise. Of course of course yeah well yeah and actually yes with tom cruise he has uh they are dis- decided to uh continue uh filming despite the coronavirus concerns um i can't necessarily say this is a small uh smart thing he, he didn't um, let a, a broken leg stop him for mission impossible so i guess that is true i guess uh, i mean he wants to keep on trucking yeah it's uh, i mean it's uh it it and it, it makes it seem like it's very commendable and like I get it. You know, if if you're you know filming on location somewhere, if you're isolated from the rest of the world, I'm assuming it's fine. But I don't want to, you know, make any type of assumptions myself. So I'm just gonna I mean, good for them, cool. Um uh this is day four of my quarantine, so I've been trying to fill my time with, you know, when I'm not working, either, you know, trying to figure out what uh, movies we're going to review. Um, and speaking of movie reviews really quick, we're going to be reviewing Guns Akimbo. So um, this cut for this coming up Sunday that will be released. So keep an eye out for that. But we still got to figure out what to uh, what to review. I think we were talking about it earlier, but uh, let's get back to the uh, news at hand. So Disney suspends everything. And is and since we're talking about it, yes. For those of you who don't know, um, Black Widow has been suspended. So has a plethora of others between um, Fantastic Beast three, Witcher two, Witcher season two, Stranger Things, Grace and Frank, Milan, Quiet Place two, Peter Rabbit. The list goes on and on. Literally anything that's pretty much coming out within the next two to three months. Um, and beyond, actually, you know, I mean, we got to love Fast and Furious 9 for pushing it back an entire year because that makes sense. But, oh, well. So what else do we have here, Devin? Uh, K. Feige, the K. Feige man. He's interested the in hat a man. hat man. He, he, he does like he, I've never seen him without a hat and I don't know if I want to. You don't want to. <laughs> have, you see, have you seen pictures? Yes. <laughs> are they frightening? <laughs> are are they as frightening as uh Stephen Crowell dressing up as Chris? <laughs> no, nothing is as frightening as that. Yeah, hello, my little friends. <laughs> I cannot wait for that new movie to come out. I'm not like I've only seen the first Despicable Me, but like it just looks hysterical, and I love Steve Carell so much. So. Um, yeah, this um, this story actually comes from the MCU Exchange. It is rumored that Kevin Feige is interested in a new deal uh, with Sony for uh, Spider-Woman into the MCU. So this seems pretty interesting. Um, I know they had kind of like weird rights issues where they could use like her real name but not use Spider-Woman. So I guess maybe they're trying to get the full rights. For the yeah, MCU. so... 
Right. And so for those who don't know, um, Spider-Woman's name is Jessica Drew. Um, and as Devin just mentioned, you know, that stuff is pretty com- complicated. And it's very strange, though, isn't it? It's, you know, it because it, Disney does own the rights to Spider-Man. They, they own the, the film rights, you know, I mean, not film rights, excuse me, the TV rights, um, especially and you know, video games, all that mess. Um, I know with Spider-Man PS4, that was a specific deal made between Insomniac, Marvel, and Sony. So yes, Spider-Man does own, I mean, excuse me, Marvel still owns the game, uh, the video game rights to Spider-Man as well as the film. I mean, oh my God, <laughs> I'm losing it today as well as the TV and comic book rights. But it's 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 just the films that you know Sony has their grubby little hands over, but <laughs> it's cool. But uh, I don't know. Did you have anything else uh, to pretty much noteworthy to say about this, or uh, do do you think this is, this can turn into something? You know, as we've seen with Spider Man between Marvel and um, Sony before, Who, or it's just, it's just so weird having the split like. Just just buy Sony or buy Spider-Man, Disney. Come on. Yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully. Hopefully they, they, they get enough money one day. But there might be another company out there who's uh, lurking in the shadows and ready, ready to pounce on Disney themselves. But uh, uh, we'll get into uh, that. Nice. M- <laughs> M- Mouse Thanos. <laughs> Mouse Thanos. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll definitely get into that story a little bit uh, later down the line. Uh, because I, I think it's pretty interesting. Unless you want to talk about it now, it, <laughs> honestly, it's not that um, you know noteworthy. But um, <laughs> well, since it was a nice uh, segue, we'll just do it now, really quick. So um, this comes from the Hollywood Reporter. This is an analyst, and we all know how we love analysts, right, Devin? Where they're, they're the world's full of them, and they're always right. Correct? You know, hundred percent. Hundred <laughs> percent. So it uh, this comes from the Hollywood Reporter um, that Apple could acquire uh, Disney uh, amidst the stock drop, but um, it feels like a pretty pretty it, rash decision. Yeah. Or it's prediction. a big one. I yeah, don't I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening either. I mean, Apple definitely has the money for it. But, I mean, Pixar used to be a part of Apple before, I mean, yeah, before Disney bought them out, um, if memory serves me correctly, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Steve, I think Steve Jobs was a big part in getting Pixar right. off the ground. Yes, yes, he was. And, I mean, if they come back together, I mean, it could be a nice little match made in heaven. Because, I mean, you, you have Apple TV+, Plus; they could take over Disney+, Plus. And maybe, I mean, maybe, I mean, can you see Dickinson on on Disney Plus or vice versa? Like, oh, Apple TV Plus. They would probably keep it as Apple TV Plus and then just put all the Disney content on Apple TV Plus. Because, I mean, it's cool. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, I see people's tweets saying, oh, Disney Plus isn't really that worth it. And I'm like, well. It depends on what you're looking for, because for me, and I know a lot of other people, you know, I mean, we've we watched what War, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, the Marvel superhero project. Um, you know, obviously we've watched The Mandalorian. Now we're well, at least I'm watching episode by episode of Star Wars. But 
you, you, you better start catching up. We got that uh, that, that season seven review to do. Have, have you started? I mean, we got a while for that if it's going week by week. Uh, yeah, all that that is true. Well, at least, at least, I mean, you, you'll probably binge them, but um, it's it's very good so far. I've, the, uh, the animation style is, they've definitely ramped it up and it feels, it doesn't feel out of place so far. But yeah, um, as we were saying before, you know, um, Apple definitely has the pockets to buy Disney, but will they? And is it a smart business decision? As of right now, probably not. But I don't know. Anything else you wanted to touch on that before we uh, head into this uh, nice little uh, Kevin Smith rumor here? Good old Kevin Smith, the comic boy himself. Yeah. Do you want to take take this one for me, Devin? He has heard rumors. Of course, he always hears rumors and he always sees things because he just ends up on sets of, of productions and, and sees all the secrets. But right. he might be a famous Marvel lawyer in Spider-Man 3. Which could mean one of two things. Either She-Hulk, famous Marvel lawyer, or Daredevil, another famous Marvel lawyer. Yeah. I am I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped. This uh the story comes from MCUcosmic.com, um, from our boys over there, and from Mr. Jeremy Conrad, uh Mr. Marvel himself. Uh it it looks I mean, I personally, I never watched Daredevil. Have you? No, I never got into any of the Marvel TV shows because I didn't either. Well, I started Jessica Jones for like a hot minute, and then I kind of stopped. The projection but, value just was not there. Yeah, but apparently Daredevil is like very good, and I would definitely, most likely, would like to check it out. And honestly, what better time now than to watch it? But at the same time, we have Doom Eternal to play, so. There's a lot of uh, priorities that need to be going on here. But, yes, this does look very interesting and very promising. I know there's a lot of fans out there clamoring for, um, you know, uh, Daredevil, uh, the MC, the TV uh, Daredevil. And I think if they were to take anyone from the TV shows, it would be Daredevil. No, like yeah. no one else would be worth it. Honestly, yeah, because um, I, I, I totally agree. Because clearly, you know, three seasons strong, and everyone's literally anyone I know who, who – uh, watches the show just cannot stop talking about how good it is and so yeah that's just cool i mean i'm all for it i want to you know i definitely would like to sit down and watch what everyone else has been talking about for a while so um yeah good i mean i'm I'm hoping kevin smith you know gets into the mcu and he can continue carrying the legacy that isn't ben ben affleck playing daredevil so but we got another piece of Marvel news here. I believe this will be the last piece of Marvel news. Yes, it will be. So, Amelia Clark, lovely, lovely Amelia Clark, is open to joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, to have a quote-unquote giggle with the Avengers. <laughs> and this comes from comicbookmovie.com. I know Devin probably doesn't care that much. Am I right? I mean... I mean, I just I don't even know, like... Is there, is there any Marvel characters who giggle a lot? Is that she's trying to hint at something or maybe I couldn't tell you. She's a, she's a sneaky one over there. Is, is but as we all know, it could just be a British thing to say. Yeah. It, it, it could be. Have a giggle. Well, have a giggle night. Oh man. Some, I've, sometimes I feel like I can do a good English impression or British impression, but then again, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I would have to confirm that with my uh, mates across the pond. 
So <laughs> I like maybe I feel like she should have had a role in Eternals, maybe with her her buddy Kit. Oh yeah. Well, Kit and we have Richard Madden as well. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's, let's let's just game Game of Thrones it up. Put put Maisie Williams in Sansa Stark. Let's go. She's, Sophie she's Turner. The, she's a new mutant. She well yeah she is and Sansa was well she was part of the old mutants so she could do it again but um she's pregnant so <laughs> that's uh so it's a little bit of a dark pregnant phoenix a dark pregnant phoenix <laughs> they could t- I, I would watch that show or film or whatever they turn it into but yeah that's just a little bit um of a <laughs> well I'll I'll read the small little uh, quote that she that she had to say, she said, I think if I did, um, it would, <laughs> this is so weird. It would be me having a giggle. Clark shared with the times about joining the franchise. I wanted to do something absolutely stupid and silly. Like, you know, the Avengers or whatever, something where, <laughs> something where I got to have a giggle with mates. Mm, so yeah. cool. I mean, I'm all for it. So Marvel, let's make it happen. Um, but also, Devin, so amidst all of this, you know, we've been talking about all this corona, um, you know, delays and what have you. Uh, Contagion, which we actually did a movie review on, you should go check it out, everyone. Very timely. This very, very timely because apparently it has become the second hottest movie in Warner Brothers library due to uh, the coronavirus. And I mean, it's it's a good movie, <laughs> um, you know, and there, there's other ones out there. You get 28 days, 28 days later. Um, I actually, you I actually get- saw a post on Facebook of someone. They posted the trailer for it and said, look at what they're making. It's coming out soon. And the reply was like, bro, this came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> they were like, trying to post it all woke. Like, yeah, they already have a movie for, for this virus. Like, nope, it's. And also wouldn't make any sense because why would a movie coming out about a virus be coming out in theaters where no one can go? But Facebook, it's awful. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't I I can't stand it when people try to act all woke and all wise and whatnot. It's like shut up. You probably don't know that much else than any of us. But yes, um excuse me, contagion came out in 2011 so it's more of a thriller has more of a surge backup i mean i know a lot i saw a lot of people actually reviewing it this past weekend so that's pretty cool but um it it is you know it's it's pretty accurate you know to how things are happening and um you know today's times and um <laughs> someone on twitter had said they said this movie uh contagion was released nine years ago corona prediction question mark it's like, no, no, it's no. Um, if anything, it was a Simpsons prediction <laughs> because they know everything. So let's move on to our next bit of news here. Speaking of coronavirus, Devin, I want to ask you: Would you pay twenty dollars for a forty-eight hour rental? No, of a movie. No, <laughs> even if it was just in theaters, it's just not. Worth what it. if it was Black Widow? Maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. I know. I know. You said you would not pay to see Black Widow because you would rather wait for theaters. 
Yes, that that and that is very true. That that was the question of the uh, latest uh, uh, LCB podcast, and they were going around asking people on Twitter. And I was like, I and you, know, I, I want to see this on the big screen. I want to sit there with my my Twizzlers, my my water. I don't really eat popcorn all that much anymore, but you know, I, 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 I want to see. I, I wouldn't be able to hold out. I gotta I gotta avoid those spoilers and then get in and all the 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 hot gossip after watching it. Uh, at, yeah but like i i feel like they wouldn't even put this on a streaming because the budget is so big they would need to create like digital tickets for people to see it within a certain time frame yeah i don't see it happening but yeah i i Universal definitely don't making it happen yeah yeah and that, that that was that was a great segue that was uh you know coming out to my point uh so the invisible man the hunt and emma uh, all uh, three movies um, under Universal uh, Picture Studios are going to be uh, uh, available on video demand, aka you know home release uh, tomorrow, uh, Friday, which this will be releasing. Uh, so <laughs> each film will be available for as a forty-eight hour rental at the suggested price of twenty bucks. I. I mean, Don't it, it makes like sense. It. it makes sense for them because they had to make back their money somehow, and this would be right. money like mostly directly to them. But like, no, not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, and I and I was talking to you know um, Cinemania Squad about this, and Dwayne was talking about you know if if you have a family of four, and you know you pay twenty bucks to that, that, watch that it, is the scenario where it makes sense. It is, but at the same time, how many times are you going to watch The Hunt? How many times are you going to watch Invisible Man? Well, you only get 48 hours anyways. Right. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm trying to figure out within 48 hours, because we know since we watched Guns Akimbo, we rented it through Vudu, which was only $7, by the way, not paying 20 bucks for a rental. I'm sorry. It's just, no. Like, I could be using that money to actually buy like a physical copy of a movie or a straight up digital standard edition of a movie. But it's like, how many times are you going to watch it? Because when we um, watched Guns Akimbo, you know, it said that we had 30 days to watch it. But as soon as I started watching it, um, it let me know beforehand and said, hey, if you start this now, you only have 24 hours to watch it, I believe it was. So I'm assuming it would be the same principle. They would just double the time. But, I mean, you know, we, we saw Invisible Man. We reviewed Invisible Man. I mean, that is a movie for me. I would probably see, like, at least maybe once or twice. I don't know if I'm going to, if I would pick it up day one Blu-ray, I would definitely wait for a sale. But... I don't think, yeah, like, let's watch The Hunt, like, two to three times. We have a 48-hour period with it. I mean, if you want to watch it for that amount of time, that's great. But for us, since we pay $20 a month for, you know, movies when it comes to the AMC A-list, it's not a good deal for us. I thought they were coming out, you know, to own. If it was to own, that makes sense. But for rental, for me, it's just not worth it. If yeah, you know, if twenty is just too much, especially for would, these, are, these are three like smaller movies, like they aren't blockbusters, right? 
Yeah, de definitely not. So, I mean, make of that what you will. Let us know in the comments below if you're listening to this on YouTube. If you would pay $20 for a 48-hour release of these three movies, obviously anyone would say, yeah, I would do it for Black Widow. I can watch it a few times because everybody wants to see Black Widow. Everybody wants to see uh, Wonder Woman or A Quiet Place, et cetera, or even the new James Bond movie. Obviously, People would see the value in that because those are bigger blockbusters. But for these, like you said, they are smaller movies. It's just not worth it for us. So, but you know what? Two movies that are coming out on video demand to own on the 24th is Birds of Prey and The Gentleman. I'm very, very excited because I will be buying The Gentleman. I actually cracked today. I'm not sure if you noticed on Voodoo, but I bought Little Woman. <laughs> because I was afraid that my physical copy wasn't going to come by the time that, um, you know, all this blows over or if it ever, ever comes, you know, in general, if they try to push it back. But um, would you buy The Gentleman or Birds of Prey to own? Um, I, don't, I don't really buy movies, so that's, that's that is your, very true. your forte. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean... You got a Blu-ray player. You'll uh, you'll see the value one day. I promise. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, Birds of Prey, I probably would have to actually pass on it. Um, I would buy it when it comes out on sale. I mean, you know, we saw it. We reviewed it. Um, it was it was good for what it was. You know, I really it really uh, entertained me. But I don't um, I I don't see the rewatchability in it for the gentleman for me. I'm all day, all day, all day, mate. <laughs> but uh, you want to take this next story here, Devin? Shudder, which is something you have not heard of, and I've I thought you were talking about the movie <laughs> Shutter Island. <laughs> but Shudder, the online horror uh, streaming service, is offering a 30-day free trial for for us self-quarantine people, which I might take up on just to kind of check it out and never had before, but. It's free, so maybe. Yeah, maybe it's good stuff in there. Who knows? Maybe if if what was it? if Hereditary is in there because I still haven't seen that, I might. But I think that's on Amazon Video. Yeah, Hereditary is so on Amazon. So, oh well, there you go. I can watch it whenever. It. And that that was that's Area Aster, right? Same yeah. as uh, yeah, that's what, from Miss. I loved Miss Summer though. Oh, Florence Pugh. Marry me. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so, um, again, so since we are talking about more of this coronavirus, excuse me, news going on, um, this is something I really did want to talk about. Um, and it was Amazon um, is to uh, stop accepting uh, all products other than medical supplies and household staples to its warehouses amid the coronavirus crisis. They're almost rhymes. But not as much. I kept I kept seeing different um, news for this. I saw that they were like putting us a, a hold on that stuff, but I also saw that they were stopping all of it. I don't know which one. Right, and I wanted to ask you. You know, when it comes to physical releases, you know, whether it be you know video games, movies, TV show uh, seasons, vinyl records, what whatever have you, you know, physical pieces of media. Do you think? Do you think that they're, are they suspending? Because I saw a few people on Twitter um, 
you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out uh, early April. So I was trying to figure out, is this something that is going to be pushed back? Because I talked to a guy on Twitter, and he said that his um, his order got pushed back. I haven't gotten a single email um, or anything. It still shows, you know, all my orders that it's on track. Same with my Little Woman uh, DVD or Blu-ray, whatever whatever you want to call it. So I'm you know, I'm I'm kind of confused by it because, you know, are are they still shipping these types of things? Because I also plan on getting, um, you know, Rise of Skywalker on on when it comes out on um, uh, physical. But I don't know. Like, wh- what are your thoughts about it? I mean, like, I do you think I, this I is going to be like from- a I ordered some Sorry, Gatorade, and that's supposed to come in on Sunday. I don't know if Gatorade is an essential house item, but I mean, it's a drink, so I guess it would be. But yeah, I you know I wanted to like. Do you think this will have like a long lasting effects on you know people ordering, pre ordering, you know, non non essential goods? I saw that Amazon was looking to hire like I think it was either ten or a hundred thousand new employees because they need so much help from all the corona stuff uh, it might be it might be a bit of a long-term Stretch. effect with with uh, your amazon purchases yeah and you know and i totally understand you know the health and safety of the entire world is more important than oh i'm not getting my video game on said day because of blah 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 coronavirus i'd rather the world be healthy than to you know risk the have them risk you know getting people sick by you know if there might be someone at you know amazon or best buy warehouse or target who wherever it may be that has coronavirus and they don't even know and then you know everyone's handling each other's packages and whatnot i mean yeah you can put them on gloves but i mean a warehouse is full of people and they're starting to shut down a lot of that uh, you know, a lot of places that are have no necessities, bars, you know, even weddings, which is very upsetting for a lot of people. But yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, I mean, it sucks, but that's that's life. And you know, health health comes first, and that's that's that that's the most important thing. <laughs> but uh, we got a little bit of gaming news here, Devin. Games. A lot of stuff happened this week. Like, wow. holy crap! Xbox coming out with the full spec reveal. We actually got a look at the console through Digital Foundry. Like Microsoft sent them a Xbox One X, and it's almost about as tall as if you either took an Xbox One X and put it on its side. That's about how tall it would be. Actually, yeah, maybe a few centimeters shorter. And then there is, if you were to stack two GameCubes on top of each other, that would almost be about the shape and the height of what it is. Did you see that at yes, all? Or it's not, it's not quite the size of a fridge, despite the odd shape. But yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they did that for they knew that this powerful this console, excuse me, was going to be so powerful that it, it, the main concern was airflow through the and that that's why they created it you know their uh, architectures uh made it more as a stand-up tower and i gotta say Devin, i might have to pick it up (laughs) depending on how much it costs obviously and you know yes we have the pc but you know if 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 i want to chill and just you know 
play playing my TV, play, playing my console, whatever, what have you. I can kind of do that from my my couch and whatnot. I I think it's pretty nice, but we'll we'll just have to see. Yeah, I, I still don't see a point as long as you have PCs, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could, you I'll definitely get a, could get one of those uh one dollar Steam links. <laughs> Dude, have you used yours since we bought those? No. <laughs> I was going through some old stuff, like cleaning up my room, putting like all my um like cords and um cables connectors together and i ran across it i was like i'm like what is this i'm like is this my amazon fire tv I'm like oh my god it's my steam link no <laughs> like what's going on and i I thought about it i was like i totally could and honestly i am in the position where i could do that where you know guys like have my tv and my pc slash workstation now um set up you know, all within the same room. So maybe we'll just have to, I don't know, but you know, the thing that I will be, <laughs> um, um, checking out definitely. I, I am interested in the PlayStation five and they, they hosted a road, uh, roadmap to PlayStation five, uh, events. And, um, I know Devin was showing me about that, uh, showing me some stuff about this. I actually watched, uh, the event as it was live and as soon as they said mark cerny man it was just i knew exactly what it was going to be it was just going to be a bunch of tech specs and something the average consumer is not going to care about whatsoever and i was i'm still interested in it because you know it's backwards compatible i already have a pc and you know may or may not get the xbox series x so to be honest, I probably won't, but I mean, it, I'll, it maybe down the line, it just depends on my situation and where I am and what have you. But I definitely would like to get a PlayStation 5. Um, but a lot of people were kind of disappointed that the PlayStation 5 was not fully backwards compatible with the PlayStation 1 through 3, all the way up through the 4. Um, it is backwards compatible with PS4 games. Um, and I know a lot of people were clamoring for that. Um, there, there's a few things I don't understand why people are getting kind of mad because they're they're mad that they're pretty much taking the same approach that Xbox did because you, you remember when Xbox first came out with backwards compatibility, it was X, it was 360 titles only, right? Yeah. And so it's like okay, so you know, in, in I'm not trying to you know. Oh, I'm a Sony fanboy or whatever. It's like, no, I'm, you know, I, I like to play devil's advocate. I would say I do gravitate a little bit more towards Xbox when it comes to, you know, everything that uh, Devin and I and all of our friends have, we, we met on Xbox. So it's kind of holds a little special, special play, place in our heart. But, um, you know, I'm, I try to play devil's advocate with these types of situations and try to be fair to both sides because, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you know, the Xbox Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. It's like, yeah, that's true during the beginning of the generation, whatever, what have you. But, you know, the Xbox One X is also more powerful. And we have been commending Xbox for the hard work that Phil Spencer and his team has been putting in. They are the most consumer-friendly cons um console or yeah console out there you know with backwards compatibility they first started with the xbox 360 um backwards compatibility you know they added you know the, the titles used usually came out in waves as we know then they started just releasing them as they came on and then they introduced um xbox uh, original xbox backwards compatibility 
I feel like Sony is doing the same thing because it's pretty much the same song sung all over again. PlayStation 5 is supposed to have at least the top 100 PlayStation games, which essentially means every single one of their uh, exclusives will be available to play day one. Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, I would say maybe Infamous Second Son, I'm not entirely sure, Bloodborne, um, and what have you, uh, Uncharted, uh, Last of Us, excuse me, because I'm sure Last of Us Part 2 is definitely going to break the 100 spot there as well. But, um, you know, they're, they're slowly, surely be getting there. And I know a lot of people were kind of getting annoyed about this. And But it's like, you guys didn't really care about backwards compatible compatibility to begin with. And you got and like a lot of Sony gamers made fun of Xbox for like, oh, who wants to play old games when you have all these great new exclusives? And now that they know that the PlayStation 5 isn't going to be backwards compatible with all the previous generations minus PlayStation 4, there's a lot of people up in arms on Twitter. But I I wanted to get your thoughts. I mean, I don't I didn't watch <laughs> it. I just saw people were like not happy. Um, so I don't really have much to add. I'm not a PlayStation guy. He is I, not. I, I, I've only <laughs> played PS2, so PS2 yeah. is the best. Definitely, it still has, holds the biggest library, games library, of today. But um, I don't know. I I just I like this kind of thing. You know, seeing all these companies, you know, the the trials and tribulations, and all the you know the blood, sweat, and tears they make, you know, for these hardware. And yes, the Xbox One Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. But I will say from from what you see on paper, you can't always just judge like, oh, well, you know, this five is greater than than three. So five is better. Um, it doesn't always work like that. It also comes down to the developers. It comes down to what games are going to be on these things because we don't even know. The only things, the only two games we know so far since Xbox has been so transparent is Halo Infinite and the new Hellblade Singular Sacrifice. From what I understand, I think there is a PlayStation 5 title that we kind of sort of know about, but it's not, nothing really big. But um, Halo is huge. And we, we just have to wait and see. You know, these, these, co- these consoles aren't coming out until the very end of the year around the holiday time, which... Um, apparently someone leaked online, Devin. Turkey Day, Xbox? But it turned out not to be Xbox. Shut down. Yeah, by Larry Herb. The Herb man himself. (laughs) The Herb Herb himself. But, yeah, um, everyone, you know, it, it, as much as we, we say that, yeah, like, the, the Xbox Series X is more powerful, and I'm very impressed with the specs myself, but it comes down to the games. It comes down to how the developers are going to utilize that hardware. So the power can be there. It's just up to the developers to, you know, figure it out for themselves. So I don't really have anything else to say about it because I'll just go into more of a tangent as if I haven't already. And uh, PC Master Race. Got to throw that in there. Yeah, PC Master Race. But... I will say one more thing about the uh, you know coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, Microsoft uh, did reveal that they will be hosting a digital event in lieu of the now canceled E3, as well as Ubisoft. And so that's pretty cool. But yeah, give like, us something to, to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, and well, and another thing I, I what I really like what Xbox will be doing really quick is you know how there's you know the remastered version of a game. 
you know, has like the better enhanced graphics and what have you. Well, apparently, especially well that we know for now, uh, the Gears 5 is getting a next-gen version, and it will be free to anyone who already owns the current-gen version, which I love so much. And they're doing the same thing with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. If you already own the game, you should be able to own it across the board and get those enhancements for free, which is really cool. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I, and like, that, that's like gonna... Gears Five's major issues that everyone <laughs> in our friends. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, fair. I mean, to be fair, Halo was way more of a bigger property than Gears Five ever was. Like, it, it's a cool shooter, but it it it, it ain't no Halo. So, <laughs> but uh, speaking of Halo, you know, <laughs> but um, and again, really quick, just wanted to so for for the that PlayStation roadmap to E3, it was it was a breakdown of the system architecture, and this that was supposed to be an event that was supposed to happen at GDC, that got canceled. The Games Developer Conference, and it was just. You know, it. I I knew exactly what it was going in. It's be a lot, a lot of tech talk. So anyone out there who was expecting something more, it's just not what it is. So, oh well, it sucks to suck. But um, I believe that pretty much covers everything that we've talked about today, man. I am feeling a little stuffy, but I think it's just because of all the talking I've been doing. Um, but was there anything else you wanted to kind of touch on? Anything? Uh, news-wise that you saw last minute that you thought was interesting? Not that I can think of. It's time to go All right, then. Guns Akimbo. For everyone who is listening, um, we will be reviewing Guns Akimbo right after this. That will be coming out this Sunday, so keep a lookout for that. And what else are we thinking about reviewing? What did we say? Um, Big Time Adolescence, I think it's called. I think it's on Hulu. I heard I hear it's very good. A lot of people have been talking about it online. So I figured we can check it out. And I wanted us to check out uh Superman Red Sun uh as well. Uh despite the <laughs> train wreck of that Justice League versus a Fatal Five, which we at wow, that was just terrible. But I've read a lot of reviews for Superman Red Sun. Um, it looks very, very interesting, looks very promising as well. Uh one of my favorite YouTubers actually did a uh, video on it and he gave it a lot of praise so i'm very excited to uh, check it out if, if if you are yeah i'll give it a shot yeah man right um well as um as that is said everyone that pretty much does it here for uh this is what episode seven episode seven i gotta start putting that in there but uh this it does it for the episode seven of film optics a podcast for our quote-unquote headline hot takes there and again um before we uh, uh close out today you can listen to us on apple podcast uh google play stitcher spotify anchor youtube popping iheart radio yes so so excited uh tune in as well i believe that, that it's called tune in yeah and um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. Um, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.